Love podcasts? You'll love Podcast Magazine, taking readers into the lives of today's leading podcasters and beyond the microphone of the show's fans love. Each month, Podcast Magazine's dedicated writers share personal interviews, industry happenings, exclusive categorical charts, and independent ratings and reviews of under-the-radar shows. If you listen to podcasts, subscribe now at podcastmagazine.com and grab a free lifetime subscription while you can. That's podcastmagazine.com. On today's episode of Reinvention Radio. <laughs> and if you're listening, I'm putting my finger on the tip of my nose. Who's going to play along? Come on. Come I'll on. play along. Hold on. And I'll then, play um, along. Yeah. I'll so if you put your finger yeah. on the tip of your nose and then you look down, you can't see the tip of your nose, right? Or the tip of your finger. And we've all heard the saying, it's at the tip of your nose, so you can't see it. Right? So, so that's why in Discovery Unique Value, we show you like, how do you get to see it when it's so close to you? Right? Mm. <laughs> This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. Welcome to Reinvention Radio, y'all. Good to see you, Richie Ote. Good to see you. Yeah, right? We got to get uh, Mary Goulet was there. Now she's gone. Um <laughs> You're back. Right, we totally got to get Richie the intro. So if we can get Richie, Richie the uh, the official intro, then he can run it through the board and the whole nine. But you got to do a video. Like we got to we got to see okay. how you're doing. Like that's that would be sweet. So like totally, we should do a, a how to maximize Zoom kind of thing. And this would be like one of the things you could teach. See, dude, this is you, man. Like you're okay. gonna make so much money. Right. New media. This. New media, exactly. Um, all right. So how are we doing, Mary Goulet? How, what is going on new exciting do tell what have you been up to how have you been thriving during these challenging times or not don't even ask me this is the craziest time you know my tell me yes vacation rental business is basically decimated uh real estate is super slow and i have to do a clean out into the street for two grand for my sewer connection. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yikes. So you just keep going. So actually, I mean, it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting uh, perspective on things. Our, our, our showing is completely dead. I mean, obviously you can't, you can't show physical, but are you able to do anything virtual? Like has it just come to a complete standstill? There are people that have listings and if somebody wants to buy a place, it's multiple offers because it's limited supply. And it is, I mean, how certain are people going to be? I want to see the house two streets down, but I have to view it on like a camera or there's this paperwork that you have to sign and only the person can go in and see the house, but then the sellers are uncomfortable with having somebody in the house so it's mm-hmm. really a hot mess. Um, yeah. Legally, the forms that we have to have everyone sign, if it's an inspector, if it's a plumber, or anyone that goes in to do anything, I mean, gee whiz, CYA, all over California. Yeah. So, and people, buyers, my buyers, are just waiting. Mm-hmm. They're not in a rush. Because yeah. I, have, I have second home buyers. I have investors. And... 
it's interesting. I have a friend who um, who rented a, a vacation home kind of out in the kind of the middle of nowhere um, just to really get away from it all. So I know it's slowed down quite a bit, but it seems like there are certain homes or places that, that might still be doing okay if they're a little more isolated. Do you, have you seen any of that or heard any of that? Well, okay, so by hook and crook, you know, I gave a, dis- a discount. I do have both of my places occupied right now and into May. But the reasons that my fellow owners, their properties got canceled and mine got canceled is because if they were coming here for an event, the event was canceled so they no longer had to be coming out here. Or yeah. they were flying and they felt uncomfortable or they were traveling with children and they felt uncomfortable because... I don't know about down south, but I think it's the same. Beaches are closed. Yeah. Uh, there are police cars sitting at the entrance to Swami's with caution tape around the whole entire place because they don't they don't want you to go and look at the beach. Oh, they wouldn't even let you over that you can't even park. And if you try to sneak by, they take you off the beach. So yeah, so so a lot of the vacation rental stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. And then down my street, literally my street was on the news the other day because the police, it's a place for people to park and just watch the sunset. Mm-hmm. And they gave 27 citations for people parked to make the statement, we don't want you parking, you know? Yeah. So, so it's weird. But here's the thing that I'm praying for right now. If the rain would stop and just have sunshine. Yeah. That would be a good thing. I know. I feel like we, it's like this has been the endless winter here in San Diego. So for those of you who are like, well, at least you guys live in San Diego and it's so nice and beautiful. No, man, it's been, it's been winter in San Diego since like what, October? Like this is, this is, I don't even remember in the five years or six years now that we've been here, it's been this gray and rainy and cla- for like so long. It's insane. Like we moved to Seattle. <laughs> well, and I haven't had my sprinklers on since November. Oh my and God. I have to run them three times a week or all of my plants and grass will die. And that's how much rain we've had. But it's just, I'm so over the rain. Yeah. So there's some good news you saved on your water bill. <laughs> there you go. It's going into the sewer bill that I'm paying tomorrow. <laughs> right. It's, um, it is interesting, though. I will say um, that I, I typically go through a lot more cash. You know, like I just, I don't know, you just take out cash and you do some things and, you know, and, and whatnot. Um, like I've, I, I've gone through almost zero cash. Mm-hmm. Like, are you guys, is, I, I know in some ways you're, um, you, you know, you're obviously, you're, you're not bringing in enough money for sure in, in, in a lot of ways, but are you also spending other than this $2,000 crazy bill thing? Are you also spending a lot less? Like, what, what are you seeing on that? I'm just curious. Um, the only thing that's changed is buying groceries for my girls. Teenagers, when they're laying around doing nothing, they just want to eat. And they want, they make an elaborate list for me. Okay, mom, get, I'm like, I'm not buying all that. That's crazy. So that's the only thing that's increased. Otherwise, I agree with you. I'm not spending any money. Mm-hmm. Are you, what, what about you, Richie? What, what are you seeing in terms of, uh, of the, a lot of people talk about money not coming in and I get that, but what, what are you seeing as far as money going out on, on your front is concerned? Overall, it's gone down. It's 
gone up in other ways because I've bought gear for, you know, doing stuff at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall it's gone down overall. Yeah. Well, cause you're not out doing as much stuff. Yeah. And you're not spending gas, you know, cause you're not driving around. And I, what I love about this, if you're going to go sit on the sunny side, I've never been so focused and so productive. Um, some people yeah. say they're bored. I haven't had one moment of boredom this whole time. Mm-hmm. I hit, I hit inbox zero today. I got to inbox zero. I finally, I finally decided like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, whatever it's in here that I've just kind of been putting off, not dealing with whatever. I'm just like done, you know, like make a decision, do something with it. And, um, and, and I, I hit inbox zero today. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. I I actually had one email that was sitting in my inbox for 18 months that was the oldest email that was in my inbox. It was sitting there for 18 months. And like, I just didn't do anything with it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It was like one of those things where I'm like, you know what? Make a decision, move forward, get it off, you know, just do something with it. Um, but all that said, I, um, I, I had a, just a really hard morning this, this morning. It kind of ebbs and flows. Uh, and, and Lisa, whenever you are ready, you can go ahead and unmute yourself uh, and bring on your camera. Uh, so we're, we'd love to have you join the conversation whenever you're ready. There you are. Um, so I actually had a, um, I actually had a really rough morning this morning. Like I just, I don't know. I just, I couldn't, you know, it kind of ebbs and flows for me and I'm, in, I'm, I'm an emotional person, you know, as it, as it is, I wear my emotions on my sleeve and that's, you know, it's a bit much for a lot of people. And sometimes it's a bit much for me to be me. Um, and like, I just, I totally blew off an interview this morning. Like I just didn't, just couldn't, do it. Just couldn't rally to do it. You know, it's just like, oh man, I just, just don't feel it, you know? So um, I don't know. I I know Mary, you're typically positive. And Lisa, I know you're typically positive and all. Are are you guys, and welcome Lisa Sasevich. Good to have you here. Um, How are you guys doing with your, with your emotions? Are you having and flowing? Are you just, are you, are you status quo? Are you like, where, where are you guys at? Like honest, where are you at? Why don't you start Mary, please. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm good. I feel really optimistic, um, productive, focused, inspired, creative. I just wish the rain would stop and the sun would stay out. That's my only wish because everything else, you know, it's going to do what it does. Yeah. Richie, what about you? And then we'll go over to Lisa. It's, it's been a, a, a bit of a roller coaster, but not, not necessarily like bad roller coaster it's just different emotions because we have a seven-year-old running around too and so she doesn't really know it to be something so different other than she's not at school Mm -hmm. and I think the challenge has really been I want to enjoy as much time with her as possible it's the reason why I wanted to do this entrepreneur stuff and do stuff from home anyway. And so I find myself catching my own self saying, all right, well, this is the reason I'm doing this. So it's more, it's more of a roller coaster of almost time allocation or project allocation time, you know, so it, it, but it not really anything negative. Yeah. Really felt like depressed or anything like that. It's, it's been a great time. It's really more me trying to balance out, 
okay, the kiddo's home all the time now. When I used to have that chunk of time when she was at school and I could do all this stuff that didn't matter if it was quiet or whatever. And so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And how about, how about you, Lisa? I know you got a couple uh, youngins at home and uh, just, you know, you're typically a positive person, but you know, at the same token, you know, is the reality of a lot of what's going on here. So what, uh, what, what, what are you feeling? How, how are, how are you doing? Hi. <laughs> it's so cool to be jumping into a live broadcast here. It's like, welcome, wow, welcome. hello. What a fun, cool way to spend the day. Um, yeah, I guess you're the odd man out, Steve. No, I'm just kidding. So, that would not be unusual. <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like I should say I'm not doing well just to like stand by your side, but because <laughs> I love that. you that much. Um, you know, it, it's for me, I know I'm in a little bit of uh, my own bubble in, 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 the, in the way that, you know, I've been working for two years to launch the book Meant for More. And it's kind of like birthing a baby, like ladies, you know, we hold them nine or 10 months. It's coming out, right? Like I'm not shoving this thing back up the birth canal. (laughs) And so, you know, and I, this is kind of like a surgeon general's warning for me right now is I'm kind of like that mom that just had a baby. You can ask me about any topic and I'm going to go look at a picture of my baby. Right. (laughs) So, so, so for me, like, pretty much morning to like four, I'm, I'm feeling blessed because it's just cuckoo that I, you know, wrote this a year ago. We put it on hold for a year. It goes to launch now. And like, it's the book I would write right now to help people. Like, how does that happen? Right. And then you're my close friend. So, you know, um, three months ago, was, you know, I had my last live event. So I had no hotel contracts, no groups. Um, you know, I, I took my team from 12 to 15 people, contractors, you know, to there's me and my assistant right now and my online, um, my online uh, VA. So like some, I'm just kind of sitting over here going, uh, you know, I have a strong connection to the upstairs team, like what, the, what I'm told to do. And I don't always understand it. And it kind of felt like taking Seinfeld off the air when we were wrapping up our, you know, 10 year mastermind and our successful mm-hmm. events and, you know, uh, to launch a book that, you know, it was just like, what am I doing? Um, but I just, I knew I needed some space. And now here I am in the space and I'm like, I'm home with my kids. Um, last night was uh, Passover and, you know, my kids are not so little anymore. They're 13 and 16. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, we did a family Passover where my 13 year old daughter and I decided we're going to get bought mitzvah this year, both of us. Oh, wow. So like, it's like, we're trying to use this time for the things that we have dreamed about that we didn't make the time for before. So, mm-hmm. you know, just like little snapshot, we're sitting at the table. Sierra is, you know, reading um, the, the whole like Passover thing online the shortened version the abridged shortened version um my son chopped like all these apples and walnuts and made this dish called herosis which is like this yummy apple nut wine thing we have on passover 
and Brett, you know, grilled lamb so we could have like the lamb shank for the plate, Passover Seder plate. And I'm not, I'm like super not religious, I'm spiritual, but it was just neat with our bat mitzvah coming up. Like we were all there. There, No one was running off to the gym. I wasn't needing to be any, anywhere. And I guess like because of the age of my kids, this would be way different, Richard, if I had a seven-year-old. I Trust me, I know I've been through that phase. But like, you know, they're pretty self-sufficient. They're downstairs homeschooling. They're managing their own stuff. And we are doing, you know, family breakfasts and family dinners. Um, I'm pretty bricked besides that. I just got that word from Sage Levine. <laughs> I'm like, what's bricked? She's like, well, look at your calendar. I'm like, oh, my Google, if you look at your Google calendar, like it looks like a bunch of colored bricks, right? So I'm yeah. with launching the book. I'm just doing lots of interviews and trying to teach lessons of how to turn your knowledge into profit um, as much as I can. So but I'm fried by the end of the day because mm. I am finding that my email and my screen time are like 10x what they ever were, right? I mean, everybody's gone virtual. So your mm -hmm. email path is up, you know, um, just everything's virtual. So I even, I looked at my screen time, like the app on uh, I, my iPhone that I usually use to manage my kids' screen time and mine yeah. is up like 70%. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's... Um, it's such a blend, right? Like I'm grateful for what I'm doing. The family time is great. Right now I have a view here all the way to Mexico. Like we, the ocean is crystal blue. I can see, you know, the San, what is it called? The island on the way to Mexico, um, uh, San Clemente Island, Catalina is. Island. I, I mean, it's just like what's happening for the planet is amazing. You know, yeah. people aren't driving. Yeah. So like the air is clear. I'm out running when I can, when it's not raining and yeah, so so I guess I'm all over. You know, I'm tired. Yeah. Um, I'm tired and inspired. How about that? <laughs> yeah. No, I got you. Since we're doing a um, since we're doing a Zoom here, and uh, you know, by the way, if um, if you guys uh, are listening to the podcast version of this and you're not catching us live, try to catch us live. We've been doing this uh, on Facebook. Connect with me on Facebook. Steve Olshaw, connect with Richie Ote or uh, Richard Ote or, or Mary Goulet. Uh, and try to join us live on Thursdays from 12 until 2 Pacific. Uh, let me just share this real quick because it's just like a, a humble brag. You talk about uh, how, you know, you're just blowing up and, you know, in the whole nine there. Like before you came on, Lisa, I was talking about how I am, I am literally at inbox zero right now. Yeah, I, got, I knew that. I was like, I what? Got, I'm at 12,000. <laughs> I'm going to send an email to you right now just to mess with I know. With <laughs> <you>. <laughs> but Everyone, send Stephen an email. <laughs> Just to pop something in the box there, just because. Awesome. I so, have you a know, quick question, because it's relevant to what Lisa was just talking about, and then yeah. we'll go into the traditional format. But I'm curious, were you, you said three months ago, you were winding back, finishing your seminars. Was that something that you were just working on doing ahead of time? Because three months ago, this you could have been in thinking that something like this was going to happen or was this just coincidental that I uh, no, you know, I, it was synchronistic. Uh, it was just like an inspired internal. So, so you guys, uh, I believe you, all of you have written books, right? Have, have you, have you all written a book? Yeah. Like, so I've heard this before, but I hadn't experienced it. When you write a book, this is a, it's how to turn your knowledge into profits. And it has everything I know about creating irresistible offers, discovering your unique value, but it's got a lot of personal development, a lot of like, you know, the meant for more of your life. What is that journey for you? And there's something about when you write a book and it's published through Hay House that, that has some per, a heavy personal development attachment to it. 
that mm. you go through it. It like turns you inside out. So I finished the book a year ago, but I was actually going into my own, what I'll call meant for more journey. And it's kind of like, um, do you remember when Oprah ended the 25 year run of her show? Not to like compare myself to Oprah, let me just be clear. <laughs> but, um, but like, you know, it was this great show. She was doing what she was made for. It was, you know, that's an example of someone living their meant for more, being on their dime. And yet she got obviously some feeling, I call it the meant for more feeling, where she, there was something else she wanted to do and she ended it. And I, I had, I, I just, I watched that and I thought it feels like that. Like everything's working. It's everything we teach. It's like, it's the model that has set me financially free. And yet there's something calling me. There's something I can't even see. And so I just started to like dismantle the pieces. I'm like, I love what the work that we do. I'm not any less committed to that, but the model in which we're doing it, the affiliate partnerships, the live events, um, and that cycle, I had been doing for 10 years. We did 20 consecutive seven-figure events in a row with no break. And, um, you know, so my, kid, my daughter, kids, they, since they were three and six, right? And so, um, so I just, I wanted to create white space to see what it is that I am feeling but can't yet see. And, uh, and so we pushed the book out a year, which happens to land right now, also on my birthday, which is really a trip next week. Um, and, uh, and then here I am actually being able to share this message now when, when I feel like it's actually more needed than ever. So yeah, I didn't have a crystal ball. I was just like, you know, um, surrendering in faith to the, that feeling inside. And um, here we are. I still don't exactly know what it's all about, but you know, just doing the dance steps to spread the word. Yeah. So, so to, to that end then, let, let's talk about it for, from the standpoint of, so there are a lot of people who are being kind of forced into this, this period of downtime and a lot of people who are reevaluating really who they are, what is most important to them, what really puts fire in their soul how how do you propose that they invest this time to discover what you call their unique value so what what does that actually look like in terms of what someone can do right now yeah well it's again without knowing we'd be sitting here with that being the like i think the most important asset that we have is you know the book is how to turn your knowledge into profit think about it if you're someone who is you know having a, a profit initiative right now like you know which which i think is a lot of people um, we can't go like just drive an Uber or do labor or do like a lot or go, you know, give, do whatever we fall back on. Those options yeah. are kind of not here right now. So what we have is our knowledge. You know, we have what we already know. And so if we can start to look and see what is our unique value, like how does the, could that knowledge come together and provide something that is needed and that, that is kind of easy for us to give, but hard for others. You know, that, yeah. th those are the areas where uh, people don't realize they can be paid the most, you know, and a lot of times we go through life not even ever seeing that area because we're so busy doing whatever our profession was or that thing we may have fallen into that wasn't necessarily of our choosing. And, um, and I think there's a, an opportunity right now to discover your unique value. Um, in fact, we even one of the things I started creating as I was winding down the, the machine is um, a course that I was planning to sell. 
caught because you know from just 10 years of helping people clients and you know all over the world it was it's called discover your unique value and um we decided now we're giving it away with the purchase of the book you know like it's it's yeah. the second step in the meant for more formula and it walks through really cool things like you know where do people always want to pick your brain you know, like Steve, when you came out here for a VIP day once, you know, we were sitting right there working on, you know, your, all your, your amazing creation that is now like the, the place to go for people who want to be, you know, booked on podcasts, have a podcast, like I love your magazine, just all of it. Um, you. you know, we were looking at this, like, where do people always want to pick your brain? Like of all the stuff you know about this, where's the piece that you could dive deep on that would stand out in this, you know, super hot topic? And so walking people through questions like that, just people who may have never thought of it, um, mm -hmm. you know, another exercise in discover your unique value is um, what is it like really looking that comes easy to you, but is hard for other people, right? So we have like worksheets in there that are video driven too, that are like, mm -hmm. you know, for me, I mean, I'm a great so, example. Making like, offers is easy for me, but other people are like, ah, right? Yeah. So we've built a business um, around it. So right before you came on, so we were talking yeah. um, and, and Mary was saying how a, a, a good chunk of her revenue has taken a hit because a, a large part of what Mary does is in the world of real estate in terms okay. of vacation rentals and also in terms of, uh, you know, being, uh, being a broker, being, being an agent, you know, really helping yeah. people buy, sell, sell homes. Can you, can you step Mary through as an example yeah. what, that might look and sound and feel like for something that she can do now when the hit is, is very real. Yeah. I mean, Mary, like my, I assert that whatever any of us do, it's 10 times more needed now. Right. And mm -hmm. so, so Steve said, uh, vacation rentals, that's your piece of real estate. Is that right? Yeah. I sell real estate and I have two vacation rental properties that I own. And how do you do do with those vacation rentals uh, in the you know the normal state of life? Do you, do they do well for you? Extremely. Great. Do yeah. people always want to pick your brain about how you do so well with those vacation rentals by any chance? Um, I think overall people pick my brain about being an entrepreneur and inventing a paycheck. So I'm writing my inventing a paycheck ebook and doing the e-course and doing my I've got two or three going right now and I'm just hard at work every day doing that. So the money's going to come a little further down the road. Well, here's, here's a possibility, you know, I mean, Steve asked me to do this. You didn't ask me, so I don't want to intrude on your you know, process unless you're interested. <laughs> but um, I think a lot, you know, one of the things that I um, just tended to, to do is accelerate the pace of, being able to, you know, what we call build the plane as you fly it, like make money mm -hmm. with the thing that you're working on. A lot of people think it's got to be down the road, the words you just said, right? right? But what if the things you have in your head and that you're writing the book and building the course on, what if you could actually start making money and helping people right now with those things? Like, would you be open to that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, go get meant for more. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right. steps. Um, so <laughs> this is what's in the book. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be down the road after you write the book or after you do the course. In fact, 
my experience is that you will have a better book and a better course if you, you know, maybe let's say if you were putting 100% of your energy into that, what if you put 50, but you took the other 50 and you actually started to help people right now through coaching, through mentoring, mm -hmm. through the steps that you're putting into that book, right? What happens is that the, 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 the practices that you would use, for example, to get people on the phone, right? These are things you can do virtually. We've been teaching right. this for 10 years and they just happen to be virtual. So they all apply right now is you could be, you know, doing like qualified free sessions. We wouldn't, you wouldn't, we wouldn't want you to talk to just anyone because there's a lot of people with free time that, you know, they're not really interested in truly inventing their paycheck. But if you had some qualifications for who you talk to and you started to talk to people and you got your hands on a small group of people, maybe it's six people, right? And, and you know, I'm not sure where your head's at. We have a process we go through in the book to figure out where you are with, you know, what you charge, but, you know, whether it's 2,000, 5,000, you know, uh, and you got six people together and you said, you know, hey, over the next 90 days, and this is, you know, the, look, the real estate market is, is going down, right? So over the next 90 days, if I could support you, for example, in picking up some vacation rentals, being ready with how to turn those into income producers the way that yours does. There are people like me with the money that love to, would love to do that and just haven't known how or had the time. You know, I mean, that's the kind of thing that people will be, and, and you can, you know, borrow this, people will be happy to have spent time on when they stand in the future three months from now. Mm -hmm. And they look back, they'll be, thank God I spent that time with Mary because I can pick up real estate for a song. I've always wanted to do this. You know how many people like, you know, second half of life people that are, would like love to do something a little more active with their investments. Yeah. Um, so, so you could be, and then what's happening is as you're coaching those people and as you are helping those people your book is getting juicier. Your course is getting juicier. Do you know, you've yeah. got people that are going to sing your praises when it comes out. And so we call it build the plane as you fly it. You know, it's kind of like you're making money while you're building it. And every single time people come out with a better product, you also um, save yourself from the risk of building something that doesn't hit the mark. Do you know, right. when we build it and then we get the people, sometimes we miss the mark a little bit. Right. As when we're testing it out along the way, um, we have a much better chance of knowing that we've got a hit um, and we can pivot in the creation. So those are just some, some thoughts, you know, from, the, awesome. from the Meant for More yeah. formula um, that might be helpful. All right. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's really, really helpful. I mean, it almost sounds like a, a little bit of a combination and, you know, obviously we, you know, we're all students, we're all teachers and yeah. it just depends on the, you know, the, the day, the moment, it almost sounds like a little bit of a combination of what Jeff Walker teaches, you know, through the, through the seed launch. And then a lot of what Brendan has taught over the years, um, just in terms of kind of being that establishing that position, um, as the as the expert so to speak you know with experts academy and a lot of the stuff that uh, that he had taught over the years so what what would you say is the is the biggest difference then between uh what you're doing in in meant for more and some of the the other sort of because again a lot of people who know you also know jeff I mean, you and jeff have been friends for a long time yeah. and and brennan so what would you say then is the biggest differentiator that they'll find uh, in, in Men For More 
uh, and the process and the framework that you have versus maybe what what others have been teaching for for a while in sort of the same way, but obviously not the exact same way. You know, Meant for More really picks you up. So like if you're trying to compare it to maybe like Jeff's product launch formula and the seed launch, um, you know, that's really going to take the person who has something that they want to get out there. They know what it is. And they also have the technical prowess, right? Like they, they have that comfort level with being online or they're going to hire a VA. And, and so when you have the technical prowess and you know what you're doing, um, launching online and they're comfortable in front of video, like all those things have to be there, right? Mm -hmm. um, we don't really need any of that for the person who's picking up the book meant for more. The book mm -hmm. meant for more is really, and the, the formula there is for that person that knows that they they've either personally accomplished something that they like to show other people how to accomplish, or you know, they're already out there with service or knowledge or coaching, and they wanna learn like what are the steps to take to get it out there in a bigger way, to turn it into what we call an irresistible offer. So this is work that kind of overlaps with work that I've been teaching for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, so Meant for More really drops you, you know, right at the door of having figured out your unique value. So we walk through that in the book, real actionable steps to, of what to do with it. Like how do you make that virtual offer irresistible and then drops you right at the door of the work we've been doing for 10 years, which is okay. Now, how do you want to sell that? You know, do mm -hmm. you want to get on the phone and make high ticket sales? Do you want to sell from stages or webinars or, you know, podcasts or we don't mm -hmm. teach the podcast part. Um, but, you know, do you want to sell online through um, instead of the video launch formula, we teach the teleseminar and webinar launch formula mm -hmm. so, or through events, mm -hmm. right? The thing that mm -hmm. you and I have uh, worked on together and, and that Jeff and I have worked on together. So, sure. so it really helps. Um, it's kind of like reaching, it's reaching a wider audience that it, where it came from is, all these years that we've been doing events and helping our clients, there's something I see in their eyes that I also see in mine and all, and all of yours that like, we know that we're meant for more, that we have more to contribute, that there's something in there and it changes sometimes, right? Like, like with Oprah, here she was yeah. walking out and then all of a sudden she's lets that go and she's moving toward the own network. So there's people that may need to let some stuff go and this is a good time to do it to, you know, uh, like myself, right? To be able to step into something that is not totally clear yet. And this can help you get clear and turn it into something. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, let, me, let me ask one question and then uh, Rich, I know you've got a question as well, but uh, John Racine, uh, who's joining us on the, on the Facebook uh, live broadcast here, he, he has a similar question to perhaps what we pose there to, to Mary. He says he's an HR professional who's doing his best to transition out. Um, how can he use the HR and I think that experience that he has there during this environment uh, to do something along the lines of, of what you're talking about? So um, I, I guess he's wondering how he can leverage that experience. And in, in your mind, is there anything that comes to yeah. At the top of your head in terms of how he can leverage that, uh, that expertise. Yeah. What was his first name? Sorry. I can't see. John. 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 Yeah. Yeah. John. John. Yeah. Jay. John. Okay. Hi, John. <laughs> um, I can't see the string. Sorry about that. Yeah, um, no worries. Yeah. So, you know, um, in the discover your unique value mini course, which you guys can have as my gift, just go to meant for more 
you can have it. Um, so in the course, it's going to have you look at if HR is your thing and it's, you know, we don't want to be that general. So it's going to really have you look more specifically at like, where is it that you really specialize? For example, um, before I wound down to like really a smaller team, my um, director of operations who also handled all of our HR, so really my HR person, um, she helped me over the course of just under a year to really make an amazing downsizing plan that was generous and honest and compassionate. And like, we really placed our team in great, like um, other companies of friends of mine that they wanted to work in. And, you know, like just how could we do that? So she actually developed a specialty in being able to like downsize with generosity and profit, which mm. not everybody does. Most of my friends have just been like, I'm done with this and I'm out of here, you know, mm. and we, we downsized really with generosity and profits. So, so let's just take that as an example. I, if I could talk to you, I could tease it out of you a little bit more. And certainly the exercises that meant for more gift.com will help you tease it out. But let's say that like, we'll take her, her name's Andrea. So now she's needed more than ever. People need to know how to downsize with generosity and profit. It's not mm -hmm. just an overnight, I'm done with this. There's a plan to it. And yeah. she developed that for me. It worked. And now, you know, she just got hired. Um, it was a one day kind of VIP coaching by another client of mine who is wanting to kind of follow in my footsteps with what they've done. She charged $3,000 for the day you know, which when she was working in corporate would have been like half of a month of pay for her. Sure. Um, yeah. So, so, so figure out what's that piece that is <clears throat> like, like uniquely yours. Think, think about one person that you really helped in HR and what you helped them with, try to hone it in like that. And then like, man, if I could help another hundred people in that same way, that would be feel awesome to me and follow that breadcrumb is what I would say. Yeah, no, that's yeah. really helpful. Rich, what, um, what, what questions do you have? Because I know you get a, yeah, a bunch. I have, of I have quite a few, but I want to I ask for somebody sitting there that is going to use this as the opportunity to do something new. And maybe they just completely don't want to do the thing they've been doing anymore. Like yeah. In Steve's world, they want to reinvent themselves. Yes. And maybe they were doing HR and they yeah, that's their gift. And yeah, people ask them about them because that's what they do, but they're over it totally. and they don't want to do it anymore. And so to your point a little bit ago, you said when you don't know what's on the horizon, when you, when you're kind of trying to birth something and you don't even know what it is, is there a way to use this formula and maybe document your process while you're doing it? Yeah. Yeah, actually. So you're, you're touching on a couple different points. So the first, um, the first step, in the formula is called reframe the game and make peace with sales. So for many people that are kind of over what they're doing, but want to go out and do their own thing, the thing they forget. And so that's why we put it as a very first step of the formula is that there is going to be an element of needing to sell yourself, needing to make that offer, needing to get it out there, however you want to put the words. Okay. So the first part is really getting, getting people to the place where they're like, okay, I'm willing, if I can figure out what it is, I'm willing to do the steps to, 
to get it out there to make that offer. Once that willingness is there and 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 the mindset is there, my Apple Watch is talking to me. This is really weird. It's brand new. <laughs> it's reminding me to stand up, which I is am. Is that what it's doing? Before. Stand up. Get your steps um, in. Yeah. So every every hour you stand up, and then at the end of the day it shows you. And yesterday I was sitting for seven hours. <laughs> so today I failed completely. Failed yesterday. So today I'm like, okay, I'm standing. I'm standing now. Um, so, so once you're willing to do that, then we take you through the claim your gifts part. Like what would that other thing be? And that's where the meant for more gift.com. You can go and discover your unique value, you guys. Um, and then it really gives you the steps on how to get into action with that. And um, I want to share a little formula. Um, it's actually, I was just reading this today. I've been reading excerpts of the book uh, online. Um, this is one of the things you can do if you just don't really know yet, but you want to make some progress. Uh, it's an, and by the way, this is not a passive read. So it, this is like, you know, there, there's work to do here. So when you get it, it comes with a URL um, inside that gives you a, the workbook to all the exercises throughout. And this is one of the exercises that I actually been doing. It's been helping me a lot. Maybe you guys will like it too. Um, and Richard, maybe it'll answer the question a bit, but, um, the exercise is to, and oh, by the way, this is a tip for staying out of fear right now. Like if you've been thinking of doing something different, but you're in fear, or you're just generally in fear by what's going on, try this to see if it can shift you, you know, past the fear. Um, so the idea is to commit to a daily stretch. It's one of the exercises. Now we've heard these words, so listen like newly, okay? Because I've got some steps around it. So um, this is a framework to make sure that when you're getting inspiration, like that thought of, you know, I'm over what I'm doing, I wanna do something new, that's an inspired thought. We don't wanna let a lot of time pass between the time we get that inspiration and the time we do some kind of action on that thought. I mean, maybe it's just to get the book, you know, whatever it is for you. Maybe you say, I, I'm, I'm over this, but I want to call that person about what they do. I want to call Mary and learn about inventing my own, you know, paycheck or uh, having vacation rentals. Like something will come to mind with it. The more you can close the gap between that thought and so the inspiration and the action, it's amazing, like the, the how quickly you'll start to come on to what that next thing is. It's all the thinking in between, the fear creeping in, the wondering if I should. You know, that is where fear enters. That is where we get stuck. So here's the steps on the daily stretch idea. If you've heard the idea of daily stretch, but nobody gave you the steps. Um, and uh, what happens, by the way, is you build momentum. So you know, you'll look back. It's a week or a few months. And you'll be like, wow, you know, look at, look at all the cool shit I did <laughs> during that time. Look at all the growth that I had. Um, I mean, I'm, I'll venture to say you'll be proud of yourself. Um, so every single day, ask yourself, what could I do to stretch myself today? Right? I mean, I don't know about you, but left to my own devices, I get into my social threads. I'm looking at the news. So I need to replace that with something. So say, what, what could I do to stretch myself today? Um, and, or you could ask, what will help me move toward my vision of more? Can't totally see it, but what would be something? And then step two is to really listen, like for what you hear, whatever comes up, it might seem random, it might seem unrelated, but go with it. You know, it's gonna take you down a path. And step three, so, so just trust whatever you hear, that's step two. Step three is 
do the thing that your inspiration is telling you. And here's what I found uh, for myself. A lot of times it's something I've been unwilling to do. Okay. So it may be that it's like, you know, acknowledge this person, apologize to that one, have compassion over here. Or uh, <laughs> as I was looking toward, you know, this day and this book coming out, I wanted to feel really good. So I was like, okay, you know, my own meant for more journey. What's the thing? And the thing that came up that I was unwilling, I've never been willing to do, this is going to seem really off the wall, but this is how it goes, was to actually start tracking my macros of what I eat, you know, my calories, my fat, my car. I've like never been a person to do that, you know, like, but I, I started doing that and I don't know, I'm just, I'm feeling super pumped up. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm turning 52 next week. Like I did the thing I was unwilling to do. I didn't know it, but it's got me standing here energized. Do you know, it's part of this meant for more journey. It's just part of the picture. Because yeah. trust me, what you said about buying all the stuff for your teens, that's when I tuned in. Mary, I'm like, yeah, I got a 13 and a 16-year-old as a boy. And um, mm -hmm. we can't keep the house stocked, right? right? And for yeah. me, I mean, if I just look at that stuff, I'll be gaining the COVID-15. You guys know yeah, right. 15, right? <laughs> it's the 15 pounds, right? So anyway, so it's, you know, ask that question. What would, what, how can I stretch myself today? Trust the answer do what you hear. And it may be something that you've been unwilling, something you've been unwilling to do. Someone to call, an email to send, a decision to make, um, a difficult conversation you need to have. And then the last piece is that number four, if nothing comes to mind, you know, you ask the daily stretch, nothing comes to mind. What's something I can do today to be generous, you know? And, um, when you, it's generous, compassionate, or courageous. When you do any of those three things, generosity, compassion, and courage, um, those are my definitions of leadership. So if the, if the daily stretch idea doesn't bring something obvious, then do something out of your leadership. Be generous. Mm -hmm. Find a place to be compassionate or somewhere you can have courage. And, um, and you'll see, you're, you're, you can't not end up with a whole string of things that leave you fulfilled, you know, feeling good and connecting to the way that you make a difference. So there's an, an idea. <laughs> it also really helps with if you're frozen in fear right now, it'll help you get mm -hmm. into action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very helpful. Let, let me ask you this and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll let you jump here in just a few, but just fundamentally, do you, how, how do you, can I navigate the, the, the questions and the terrain around whether or not everyone is actually meant for more, you know what I mean? And like, is that actually like, how do you even define what more is? Cause I know a lot of people get caught up in, in the conversation around, like you have to be, you know, passionate about something or you have to do something that, you know, just comes as naturally to you as breathing or, or, puts fire in your soul, as I like to say. And then there are other people who, you know, work in the trades and they go and they do their nine to five. And, you know, it's like one of the things, what was interesting when we released, what is your what, uh, back in 2013 yeah. is one of the, one of the big strings that, that formed on Amazon around this is, you know, who's going to take out the garbage if everyone is supposedly doing what it is that, they're passionate about and, and meant for more. 
how do you, first of all, define more and then how do you navigate the two? Because if everybody's just out there doing their quote unquote passion, then do we lose the ability for others to take care of these, what, what some might call, you know, sort of menial type tasks that keep the economy and the world moving? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't, I think there's judgment, like, like there are people that I know that taking care of others is their more, you know, like, I don't know, this, this, uh, I worked with the, the same gardener just to try to put it in the same category. You know, I'm thinking of my garbage in my garden. They're sure. right in the same place um, for many years. And, you know, he, he did, he did it more like a trade and then he moved and, and then I, my neighbor just kept telling me, you've got to work with Juan. And so I was finally able to get Juan to start working at my house. Cause he has like never has an opening. And I mean, that guy takes out the garbage with passion. <laughs> Like he, the way my, my, my place has never looked so good. I, every time I pay him, I, I just, it's like a pleasure. He comes up with ideas um, around everything from, you know, the yard to organizing the garbage. To, I mean, it's just, um, so it, it's, it's not, I'm not saying you have to be in this like passionate expression. In fact, um, I got to train um, a, a bunch of like younger, in their younger twenties, people that were working in, um, in a fitness company yesterday, about 40 employees at this company. And I, did, I talked about their meant for more, their, their, their unique value as an intrapreneur within their company, how they can figure out what's the thing. And it was so neat to hear them talk about, you know, one guy's like, I'm always lifting everybody up. And we talked about, he can be a little too much in the morning, but in the afternoon, he's really awesome. Right. <laughs> and so, and then, you know, another gal who's uh, one of the executive assistants there, she's just super organized. Like she's that way at home. She's that way there. And like, she's got some stuff to say about how to be organized, the tools to use. And like, let's take those two people. It's not that they have to, that it's their passion, but it's like, I mean, it could be, but they are just, it's, it's easy for them. It's hard for others. People always want to know how they do it. If they mm -hmm. can start to figure out what is their system, what's their process? How does she stay so organized? What are the steps she would recommend? How does he just always keep that energy that lifts people up? You know, what are some tips he might have? This is them starting to step into their meant for more journey. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot mm -hmm. of times you guys, we miss it because, you know, well, here, everybody go like this. <laughs> and if you're listening, I'm putting my finger on the tip of my nose. Who's going to play along? Come on. Come I'll on. play along. Hold on. And I'll then, play um, yeah. I'll so play if you put your finger yeah. on the tip of your nose and then you look down, you can't see the tip of your nose, right? Or the tip of your finger. And we've all heard the saying, it's at the tip of your nose, so you can't see it. Right. So, so that's why in discover your unique value, we show you like, how do you get to see it when it's so close to you? Right. Mm. Um, and, and so, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, I asked them all when they started to share what their thing was, how, what their, what their, um, Robert Allen, another uh, best-selling author calls it your piece of cake. You know, what's your piece of cake. And, uh, so then I asked them by raise of hand, we were on zoom and, uh, I said, so, you know, how many of you, you're good at your piece of cake, you're good at your unique value because of some formal education you have? And a couple of them raised their hand. And then I said, okay, let's talk about the other school, the school of hard knocks. Do you know, like the thing, something you, that was like a punch in the gut or a terrible thing that happened to you that you overcame. How many of you, you know that that thing is part of why you're good, you know, you, this, your unique value? They all raised their hand. 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, there's something with all the schools we've been to, the spiritual schools, the relationship school, we define these all in the Meant for More book, you know, your formal education, if you have one, your school of hard knocks, that like you've got some things you know, you've got some knowledge that you really, really can help others with the same way Mary is doing um, with what she's creating, the same way, Steve, that you're doing with, you know, just all of your broadcast experience, um, you know, and Richard, I just don't know you well enough to tell you to say, <laughs> tell on you, but you know, you're here. So I know you're on the journey. Yeah. So let me, let me just do this um, uh, again, just honoring your time. And, and sure. I know you've got uh, all this white space now, but at the same token. You're done with me and I will exit gracefully. But I do, mm-hmm. I do have to tell you a really cool thing about uh, what Hay House is doing right now with this book. So please let me, uh, let me share. All right, I will let you, let you share that in a second. Mary, any, um, any, any questions? And, and if you guys are on the Facebook Live there uh, or any of the live platforms and you've got a, a question, I'm trying to keep an eye on some of those as well. Uh, see if we can get a couple more. But Mary, any uh, any final questions for Lisa? And then Rich, I'll turn it over to you as well. And then we'll give Lisa an opportunity to talk about uh, what Hay House is doing. Um, I don't have a question. Uh, thank you so much for your thoughts about my work. I love building the playing while I'm flying it. I like that a lot. And I think there's truth in the fact that you get different perspectives from different people that you can put into your product as well. So I'd like to pick up a copy of your book because I love that you're making it, uh, making me work to reveal what's really what I want to do. And I'm a student of that kind of stuff anyway. So thank you so much for being here today. Hmm. Well, if I could have been there live, I would have handed you one, but certainly I feel blessed that you would pick up a copy and, uh, you know, uh, help me spread the word and, and also to contribute to you. So thank you. And, and here's the really cool thing, Mary, is uh, you could be listening to it tonight <laughs> because one of the kind of opportunities that have come right now is that usually when a book uh, goes to market, like I said earlier, you, you don't see the audiobook for about a month. They always sell the hardcover and, and I'm an audiobook listener. So I'm always one of those people who wait. And uh, Hay House has given me permission to give the audiobook away free when you nice. buy the hardcover today. So if you get the hardcover, then you just go to my website, lisasasevich.com. There's a meant for more tab. You put your order number in and you can be listening to the audiobook like right now if you're an audiobook person. Um, and that will also get you into where you get the Discover Your Unique Value course. It's a $500 program we were going to sell, but we're including it. So you get that. Um, and I'll be doing some training calls just to help people unpack this as they go through the book. So it's all there um, when you get your copy. And a lot of people that are now starting to listen to it, which is a trip. I thought, you know, it's going to ship Tuesday. No one's going to be listening to it till Friday or, or reading it. But now, like, people are downloading the audiobook, and, I, and all of a sudden, it's, it's alive. Um, right. The baby's screaming. Um, but some people are saying get two because we are, like, with our sequestered with our closest family right now. And it's pretty common to start reading the stories and look across the table and say, wow, do you know, my, my college student is so awesome or my husband is so awesome and really needs to read this too. So mm. you might want to grab one for a friend, but yeah, free audiobook right now. When you buy the hardback, um, you just enter your order number at lisasasevich.com. So, yeah. Terrific. And 
and uh, I'm turn it to Rich. And then actually, I do have one more question because I spoke to a woman this morning and I forgot uh, about that conversation. She just popped in on live. Oh, cool. um, actually, her question is very apropos for what we're talking about here. Um, Rich, let me kick it to you and then I'll, and then I'll read Gabriella's question. Oh, well, Lisa's ahead of her time already because she answered my question. I'm an audiobook guy, even though I got a ton of books in the background here. Like I love audiobooks and I plan on buying it too. So you answered one of the questions. I just a super quick one. I don't know if you can answer this question quick. That same person that's sitting there that's going to do something new, that your book's going to help them that unfold. Is there somewhere in the book, and it can be a yes or no, so, since you're running out of time here. Um, is there somewhere in the book that helps them build it while they're flying too? Because to your point, these people, sometimes they want to try something new. They need to sell it. Is there a way to help them package it where, hey, I'm learning something new or I'm building something new, but I would love to invite you to be a part of it and still be able to sell a course or a coaching or something on that? Yeah. Step four is where that person would want to go. It's the step called invite pursuit with your irresistible offer. And it has chapters like clarify your offer, um, position yourself to make your offer, and then how to make your irresistible offer. So that's all the fourth step in the five step meant for more formula. Awesome. And that's at lisasasevich.com. Yeah. Yeah. You go lisasasevich.com and hit the meant for more tab and, um, all of the bonuses, the place to put your order number, and even all the resellers, or a lot of them are listed there where you can just click and go straight to Amazon or wherever you like. Nice. Makes it a lot easier for your website too when you got like one thing going on nowadays, doesn't it? <laughs> oh my God, Steve. I think about, you know, when I was like filling event, creating the next mastermind retreat, you know, doing the affiliate launches and trying to launch the book and- um, Go buy my book. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, this is definitely a, <laughs> um, a, a perfect time for this. And it's also making me available for my friends and clients that have events coming up and that have groups and are needing to pivot. I've been doing a lot, a lot of teaching. Um, hey, what a cutie. <laughs> Who's that? A lot, of, a lot of teaching that I forget the audio. A lot of people won't know what we're talking about on the podcast, but Rich's yeah. beautiful daughter just uh, entered the screen here. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, I'm, I'm just doing a lot of helping of our clients and, um, you know, yeah. event profit secrets. Yeah. So real, real quick before we let you jump. Um, uh, so Gabriella and I actually and I actually spoke this morning, um, and she's in the place where um, she she really just cannot identify a passion at all, like anything that really gets her fired up whatsoever. What what does someone like that do? Who I mean, like literally, no matter what she does, no matter how many journals she tries to fill out or books she reads or whatever, like she just cannot come up with anything that she's just passionate about, quote unquote. Yeah. What, what, what does someone like Gabriella do? I would put aside this quest to find your passion. It's clearly not getting you there right now. Right. And um, I, I would charge you to go, you know, it's, it's my gift. So, you know, you can go to meantformoregift.com just to get the second step of the formula on your unique value. Let's put the passion thing aside and let's see what your, the schools of your life add up to. 
Um, and, and you may find that, you know, instead of going through the front door, if you go through the side door with me, um, you know, we, we can get in the house and in just in a different way. So, so that's mm -hmm. my invitation. And, you know, if there were a two-step process here, I'd say for listeners, you know, go to meantformoregift.com, go ahead and uh, grab that and then go get the book and go to my website, lisasasevich.com, enter your order number and start listening to the audiobook right now. And you'll, you know, you'll, you'll be flying. Fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's let's do this. We're gonna let you jump, and then we're uh, we're gonna do our our little wrap up here on Reinvention Radio. But we're gonna let you jump. So, Lisa, really appreciate you being on. Good to see you. Good nice. Thank yeah. you so much. And yeah. uh, feel free to ping me, Mary, if I can help you further with that. Okay. Thanks. Take care. All right. Sounds Bye. good. Uh, we'll talk really soon. And take care. All right. So, really. Um, a really interesting conversation, uh, so appropriate for for where we are, of course, right now, with somebody you know, with, with so many people trying to figure out what's next, where to go, et cetera, et cetera. You know, Mary, I, I can't help but every time you say it, I, I can't help but think to myself that inventing a paycheck totally fulfills the the new media trifecta like we talk about and have been talking about now for, for over a year. Um, Cause it's a, it's a great brand, right? It, it could be a really great podcast. Yeah, I mean, inventing a paycheck, perfect for a podcast and it could be a really great online course. You know, again, I just, I, I love that. I, I think it meets all I think it fulfills the new media trifecta. I think it's a great brand for you, especially given how often you use that term. I mean, like, I'm going to do it if you don't. <laughs> so oh, please no, do I'm doing it. No, I have recorded eight podcasts or eight episodes for Inventing a Paycheck, and I'm doing a series, Inventing a Paycheck with a Vacation Rental, Inventing a Paycheck with Your Instincts. And, you know, and I'm just doing a bunch of them and retitling Go With Your Gut so it's already there. Yeah. And make a reference to go with your gut through the entire thing. So basically, it's going to be an ebook, e course, and podcast on the subjects that I are my unique value. Yeah, I, I love that. And, I, and, and now that you put it in those terms, I can totally see the serial on that. I mean, it's, a, it's just, it, it is, you can absolutely, and then you can bring in people who have expertise in all of those other subjects, you know, inventing a paycheck with podcasts, inventing a, a paycheck with e-commerce, inventing it like on and on and on. So pretty genius, I, huh? I'm going to say that's pretty darn genius. <laughs> Hopefully you grab the URL at some point here. I'm not shocked. I got inventingapaycheck.com and inventapaycheck.com. What the heck? See, it was meant to be. That is awesome. You see, Mary, I knew you were always meant for more. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't, couldn't resist. Yes. Uh, all right, that was, that was fun. Um, Richie, before we let uh, our, our fine audience get back to, to their lives, anything else you want to you wanna add here on uh, in any element of today's conversation? No, I, I actually wanted to kind of go back to Lisa and one of the things that not only did she say quite a few times, but she showed by example a few times and she's brilliant at it. So it wasn't necessarily obvious, but we have to remember to not be afraid 
to say what we're doing, to say, give it a try, buy it, whatever, you know, like that's part of it. The, the odds of, you know, like, I don't know, the secret where you're just going to go meditate about something and, and money's just going to fall on you. Mm. It, you, you still got to ask. And that was an important thing that I think it, she made it very clear through the, the whole process, but she was, yeah. she did it in a way where it was very giving and leading by example. I thought it was great. Yeah. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Mary, anything else you want to add before we, uh, before I let folks jump? No, this is a great show. A lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. Well, don't forget um, two things. Number one, that we are still giving away my, my course, the reinvention workshop, which is basically what is your what live. So I took a room full of students through the process of discovering, sharing and, and learning how to monetize their what really what it is that they are born to do. Uh, and we captured that, put it on video and created a course on that. We normally sell it. And during these challenging times, we are actually giving that away for free. So if you go to thereinventionworkshop.com and use the promo code of reinvent, all one word, all in caps, you can access that course 100% for free. So it is our gift to you from the team here at Reinvention Radio. So again, thereinventionworkshop.com. Use the promo code of reinvent, all caps, all one word, and you can start discovering your what and learning how to share and monetize it for free. Uh, again, we're giving away the whole course, no strings attached. Uh, and that does come with a uh, free copy and ebook uh, of what is your what. Discover the one amazing thing you were born to do as well. So grab that. We'd love for you to have it. And I think we will leave it at that. So stay safe, stay strong, stay indoors. Mom, I'm talking to you specifically. Stay home. And we'll talk to you guys really, really soon. All right. Love you, Mary. Love you, Richie. Talk All soon. right. Take care. You just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit reinventionradio.com. 